Hey, Fire Nation, quick note that the Mastery Journal is launching on January 23rd of 2017 on Kickstarter. If you head over to themasteryjournal.com right now, you can get the first 30 days for free. And if you head over there during the campaign, which is January 23rd to Feb 24th, you will be able to check out all that we have going on. I would really appreciate you checking out. Your support means everything. I'll catch you there. Hold on to those afterburners, Fire Nation. JLD here, and welcome to episode 1537 of EO Fire. Right out with today's most successful entrepreneur, seven days a week, and goals equal success, Fire Nation. With thefreedomjournal.com, you'll be accomplishing your number one goal in 100 days. Now, let's shout out today's featured guest, Matt Bodner. Matt, are you prepared to ignite? Hell yeah. Yes. Matt named a rising restaurateur star by the National Restaurant Association and a strategy pro by Restaurant Hospitality Magazine is a partner at investment firm Fresh Hospitality. He's also the creator and host of The Science of Success, a podcast about psychology and decision making. Matt, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro and give us a little glimpse of your personal life. Yeah, absolutely. So first of all, thank you so much for having me on here. Uh, and it's a huge honor to be here. Yeah. To give you a little bit of background. So the company that I'm a partner at, Fresh Hospitality, uh, is basically an investment vehicle that invests across kind of the food service spectrum. So we invest in everything from farms to restaurants to processing facilities. Um, really, the core kind of biggest piece of our business is uh, restaurant restaurants itself. And so um, within our restaurant portfolio today, we have about 18 different restaurant brands comprising about 150, actually a little more than 150 restaurant locations doing about $250 million in annual sales. And our focus is investing in really early stage restaurant companies and and leveraging our kind of proprietary uh, tools, systems, knowledge about business operations to help them scale up. Uh, because I'm an investor at my core and investing is is really about improving your thinking and improving your decision making. And after studying many of the greatest investors in the world, people like Ray Dalio, Charlie Munger, Warren Buffett, and many more, I became obsessed with psychology and decision making, uh, which led me into creating my podcast. Well, I'm kind of interested in exactly what your area of expertise is. I mean, you've kind of broken it down a little bit. Let's kind of get a little more deep into it for Fire Nation. Like, where do you excel? What's that area of expertise? So, you know, I'm not a sort of traditional web entrepreneur like many of the guests that you have on here. I'm much more of kind of a brick and mortar investor. And so uh, my main expertise is in making deals and, and structuring transactions and kind of thinking strategically about how to position and grow a business. Uh, and kind of within that, you know, I really spend a lot of time thinking less about sort of some of the uh, very tactical things, i.e. download and use this specific web plugin or this app and think much more about kind of the high level strategic things, i.e. what are the changes that you can make that will ripple through your entire life on a go forward basis? Well, that being said, what specifically should we know that we probably don't know because we don't share your area of expertise? Like what's that unique tip, tool, or tactic or something that just surprises you that, again, people that don't share that area of expertise just don't know? You know, the thing that I'm totally obsessed with is being what I call high leverage, which is basically how can you accomplish as much as possible with as little input as possible? And, you know, from studying the the both in my own life and my business experience 
and from studying the most successful uh, business people and investors on the planet in the history of the planet, people like Andrew Carnegie, John D. Rockefeller, again, Warren Buffett, the, the, the two biggest lessons that I found in how to be the most high leverage. And, and the funny thing is, like, it doesn't matter what time period you're talking about. These lessons stand the test of hundreds of years, vastly different industries. And the two main things are hire people who are smarter than you to replace yourself and improve your ability to make better decisions. And that's where I spend all my time focusing is either how can I find and replace myself with better, smarter people? And how can I constantly focus my time and energy on improving my ability to make decisions? Because if you make better decisions and if you invest in the ability to make better decisions, that will cascade through everything you do for the rest of your life. So investing time today, it's like it's the same idea as compound interest, right? Little incremental changes in your ability to think and your ability to make better decisions today will have a snowball effect where 5, 10, 20 years down the road, you're going to have huge dividends from investing in that ability to think and really understand reality at a much deeper level today. And that's one reason why I recommend the slight edge so often, Fire Nation, because if you're willing to make the small right decisions today, tomorrow, the day after tomorrow, they will add up to something huge, even though they might not seem like it. Even after six months, even after a year, it's that slight edge that you'll get over time that will be massive. Now, Matt, what I kind of want to move into is your journey as an entrepreneur and take us right to the meat of what you consider your worst entrepreneurial moment to date. Take us to that day. Tell us that story. My original background, I worked on Wall Street. I worked at Goldman Sachs for a number of years and I left to become a partner at Fresh. But kind of while I was doing that or shortly after I did that, uh, I invested in and co-founded a chain of, and I'm terribly embarrassed to admit this, but a chain of cash for gold stores. (laughs) Uh, which, and I can go into a number of the reasons, but it was a, it was a terrible financial failure. Uh, you know, I got into the business for all the wrong reasons. Give us one of the stories that you're just like, oh my God, I can't believe that was me. Just the fact that, you know, I invested in a business, which I now kind of looking back. No, no, I want a real story. Like somebody came in with like a piece of gold and you're like, what am I doing right now? Okay. Here's a good one. We had shotguns in the store. Because we were worried about like somebody potentially like coming in and robbing the business. So we literally had like shotguns. And I remember posing for a picture with a shotgun and one of those like (laughs) signs that you twirl around because we used to hire sign guys, which is actually like a very effective method for bringing business into a cash for gold store. Uh, So I remember posing for a photo with like a shotgun and a swivel sign that you would like toss around out on the street uh, and being like, you know, do I really want to be in a business where I think I'm going to get robbed uh, you know, walking to my car every night. Um, but you know, the other thing, I mean, th- that business, just from a financial standpoint, I lost probably 40 or $50,000 on that investment. Uh, so it was, you know, it was a very painful lesson, but a good lesson in terms of, uh, kind of what I took away from it. And I'm happy to kind of del- delve into the two biggest lessons that I had from that. Yeah. So before you do, cause I definitely want to hear those two lessons. Like what was the reason why you got into it? Like what was that success that you were chasing down that road? I got into it because uh, I thought that the financial returns on the business would be really compelling and really strong. And after looking at uh, kind of some numbers from some cash for gold businesses, it seemed like it was sort of a, you know, and this is this is one of the lessons I took away. It seemed kind of like, you know, I don't want to use the first, but like a get rich quick scheme, right? It seemed like, oh, man, we can put a little bit of money in and these puppies are just going to churn out cash. 
And this was, yeah, exactly. So one of the biggest takeaways I had was there's no such thing as a get rich quick scheme, right? And it's the only way to be really successful and build wealth is to focus on the long term and focus on making those incremental improvements every single day. Um, but the other, the other thing that, that I really took away from it is, uh, we partnered up with some people that ended up just being, uh, it was was sort of me and a buddy of mine partnered up with these people that ended up being incredibly just sort of sketchy and, um, terrible business partners. And, and that's a big reason that the business ended up failing. And so I learned, uh, a, a very painful lesson that was be very careful and very conscious of who you choose as your business partners. Love that. So let's do a little bit of a shift into one of your greatest aha moments today, like one of your best ideas. And Matt, kind of walk us through that idea that you had, but then how you turned it into success. The biggest aha moment for me in my life was uh, I was sitting, it was actually when I was still on Wall Street, I was sitting at my desk and I was reading this story about uh, Sergey Brin and, and Larry Page. And it was a story, you know, the founders of Google. And I was reading about the fact that they had, uh, you know, it was talking something about uh, who, whichever one at the time was kind of the CEO and his salary was like $100,000 a year. And being kind of the arrogant sort of Wall Street guy, I was reading that and thinking to myself, you know, oh my gosh, my salary is like bigger than the CEO of Google's. And then the next sentence is like, and he's worth, you know, $18 billion in Google stock, right? And mm-hmm. it kind of was like this anvil like dropping on my head that was just like, you know, the way to build wealth is not through... Uh, earning a salary, right? The way to build wealth is through focusing on owning equity in something and and growing that. And so that to me was like this huge wake up call. Um, and shortly after that, I read the four hour work week and really kind of opened up my eyes uh, in terms of, you know, you need to have equity in a business that that you own because you can never uh, you can never really achieve true wealth if you're just earning a salary. So Matt, kind of looking at that and saying like, wow, like this is a path I could go down and this is a path that I am going down. Like what kind of shift did you make decide to go down that other path? You know, I think the biggest shift that I made was really understanding, like I said, kind of how wealth is created. And I think reading the four hour work week was also a huge uh, kind of game changer for me in terms of just thinking about the fact that, you know, all of these and I mean, you know, it's kind of old hat now and you talk about it all the time on here, but like all of these myths and stories about how you have to have a nine to five and how you have to, you know, work the corporate ladder for 20 years and all this stuff, like all of those are just essentially sort of socially reinforced illusions, right? The world is malleable. The world is changeable. And if you, if you have the will, you can figure out a way to reshape reality into what you want it to be. Are we the generation that is going to be kind of the last generation that thinks that way? I mean, like I'm looking at my niece who's five years old now and I'm like, there's no way that she's going to think that she has to go down the route of like college, PhD, law school. Like, of course, that's going to be an option for her, but she's not going to think that that is the only option for her, which I actually kind of thought when I got out of the military. I'm like, I really have two routes. I mean, I'm going to go to law school or I'm going to like, you know, go get my master's in business. I mean, I mean, there's nothing else that I can do. Like, I just didn't have that ability to think outside of that box. And I just can't picture that being the same for like my niece, her generation, and even generations that are older than her. I mean, what are your kind of thoughts on that? I mean, I don't even actually know exactly how old you are, but what do you think about like the generations that are coming behind us? It's a great question. And, you know, it's really funny. I feel like the internet in many ways has kind of 
blown apart the illusion of you know kind of the person who has to go work in the in in this for the same corporation for 30 or 50 years or whatever it might be and when you look at things like the pension plans and the fact that you know companies have have almost no loyalty to their employees anymore i think we're going to continue to kind of march in that direction as technology enables sort of more and more people to live as kind of solopreneurs and live with uh, what used to be, you know, you couldn't, you didn't have all these resources, right? And so now today, somebody with an internet connection can basically plug in and start up a business. You know, it may not be the next Google, but it could be something that provides them with a great income and lets them kind of live the lifestyle that they want to live. Well, I'm like looking out my window right now and there's like gorgeous condos for $1,200 a month that are like, ocean facing you can walk down you know to the beach you can jump on a golf course right here you can do the tennis club the fitness club and you don't need to be making a ton of money to be living these lifestyles you just need decent internet connection but i mean my kind of thought is like where like my, was my father who's 30 years older than me was he having these conversations 30 years ago or was he not i mean is this is this like really the first round of entrepreneurs that are really thinking along these lines. Obviously, people have always been entrepreneurial. And it's funny because you kind of had, you know, hundreds of years ago, you had all these small merchants and then that kind of got consolidated through the Industrial Revolution into these bigger companies. And then now with the Internet, we're kind of migrating back towards more and more people having being sort of independent uh, entrepreneurs and, and having a lot of different small businesses. So I think it'll be really interesting to kind of see how that pans out. Uh, but, you know, who knows, in some ways, history kind of yo-yos back and forth, too. So maybe in 20 or 30 years, uh, our our children will be thinking, oh, man, that was terrible. <laughs> like, I want to go work for a stable right. job at a big company. I mean, how old are you right now, Matt? I'm 29. Okay, so you're 29. So you're square smack dab in the millennial. I'm like either the youngest millennial or the oldest. I mean, sorry, I'm like either the oldest millennial or the youngest Gen Xer. I'm like in that 1980 range right there where they flip it over. So I'm one of the two. I'm like in the, I bleed into both for for sure, uh, being a 1979 slash 80s child. But, you know, I just kind of wonder, I mean, it's like, once we go down this road, like how is the majority of the population ever going to go back? Like how are you ever going to want to wake up, go, you know, commute to some tiny cubicle and do some mind numbing work, you know, for nine hours to come back again when you just have other options out there? Now, of course, you know, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to like repeat this because I want it to be clear that there are incredible jobs you can be excited about and working for corporations and for big companies. And again, there's lawyers and there's doctors who are incredibly happy and they're doing their thing. But I'm just looking at all the unhappy people right now and that, you know, we're unhappy. Like, you know, we watched the show Friends and Sex in the City, you know, people like in the late 90s and the early 2000s, they were just like, just nonstop. All you did was complain about your job. That was like part of your life. Is that going to stop? And so Fire Nation, you know, we're just kind of throwing out some things there and just kind of wondering, like, what is the future going to bring? Who knows? But Matt, you know, it's 2017 when this interview is going live here. So talk to us about what you're most excited about in your business today. So the thing that I'm most excited about now is, uh, have you ever heard of a guy named Ray Dalio? Never. 
So Ray Dalio is the founder of a company called Bridgewater, which is the largest and most successful hedge fund of all time. He's a billionaire, super, super sharp guy. Uh, and really what I've been working on recently is applying his, he's got this, he's got this thing. It's totally free. It's uh, it's called principles. And I think if you go to principles.org, you can like download all of it, but it's basically like how he thinks about the world. Right. And, uh, he's got this amazing thing. It's called a five part framework for, uh, getting whatever you want out of life. And it's this sort of really simple five questions that you have to think about. And I mean, there's a lot more that goes into it. But the thing that I've been doing a lot recently is kind of journaling and uh, doing a lot of sort of thinking exercises around this whole framework and how I can apply it to improving my business and improving all aspects of my life. So what do you know about it that you can kind of share with us? Is there anything that you've read or has been revealed? There's sort of five components. I'm happy to share them. Uh, The first one is to have clear goals. Uh, and, and the really interesting thing about this is like he he really emphasizes the point of don't confuse the steps and don't do two steps at a time. So you want to set really clear goals, but you don't want to think about how you're going to achieve the goals when you're setting them. You only want to focus on setting them. So you want to have really clear goals. You want to identify and don't tolerate any problems that stand in the way of you achieving your goals. You want to accurately diagnose what the problems are. You want to design plans that explicitly lay out the tasks that will get you around your problems and onto your next goals. And then you want to implement, i.e. execute the tasks. And another one of the key things he talks about, which we kind of touched on uh, earlier in the conversation, is the idea that uh, you don't have to be the person to do any one of these steps necessarily. All you have to do is find somebody who is really good at that particular component and that particular piece of it and have them help you with it. I really like that one sentence, don't tolerate anything that is in the way of your goals. Like that word tolerate is so perfectly used. Like Fire Nation, are you going to tolerate something in the way of your goals? Somebody, some person, some thing, some fill in the blank? No, don't tolerate anything that is in the way of your goals. I love that. And Fire Nation, I will not tolerate it if you don't join us in the lightning round. So don't you go anywhere. We're going to thank our sponsors. What if you could help combat global climate change and make money at the same time? Introducing Wonder Capital, the award-winning online investment platform that allows individuals to invest in solar energy projects across the U.S. Wonder's online investment platform allows you to earn up to 8.5% annually while diversifying your portfolio, curbing pollution, and combating global climate change all at the same time. Your investment in Wonder's fully managed solar investment funds goes directly directly to helping U.S. small and medium-sized businesses install solar panels. How cool is that? As those businesses repay their loans to Wonder, you receive monthly payments directly deposited into your bank account. And best of all, Wonder Capital doesn't take any fees for investing your money. Visit wondercapital.com slash fire. That's Wonder with a U. And create an account for free today. That's wondercapital.com slash fire. Wonder Capital. Do well and do good. My biggest goal for 2017 will be focused around health and something that's helped me jumpstart that goal before the new year is even here is Athletic Greens. Before I dive into my day, I love having my AG drink. That way I know that I have my bases covered. AG has over 75 ingredients working together to help with 11 different areas of health. It's by far the most complete whole food supplement on the market. Because I love AG so much, I asked their team to arrange a special deal for Fire Nation. 
vacation. If you check out AG, you'll receive 20 single-serve travel packs valued at $99 completely free with your first order. Just visit athleticgreens.com slash fire. Getting into a daily routine with Athletic Greens will be the single best thing you can do for your health and success this year. I know it will be mine. Matt, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? You know, I think more than anything, the, the biggest thing holding me back was just kind of a lack of knowledge that that was even a path to follow. Like you said, you know, that it's become really popular in the last, you know, five or 10 years. But prior to kind of opening my eyes and, and reading things, you know, some of the early literature on it, like for our work week and other things, I just didn't even think about it. I just assumed, you know, being a college student at the time, I was like, you know, what's the most badass thing I can do that will get chicks and like be awesome. And I was like, <laughs> I'm going to go work on wall street and be cool. Right. And then, and then grinding away for like 12 or 16 hours at your desk for a couple of years that, that stops being cool really quickly. Um, and I kind of realized that there was a different path to be able to follow and, and went down it. Yeah. I mean, in 2006, I was 26 and I got out of the army and I was like, I literally don't know what to do. Like, I did not know what that next step was. And so I thought the only path open was that traditional path. And fortunately, Fire Nation, if you're listening to my voice, you're well aware there's a lot of other opportunities. What's the best advice, Matt, you have ever received? You cannot learn from a mistake if you refuse to admit that you made it. Kind of share how that's been impactful in your life. It sounds really, really simple, but the reality is if you deny or, or make an excuse about why something didn't, why you didn't achieve something or why you failed at something or why something didn't happen, if you, if you blame somebody else, if you blame the circumstances, if you blame, you know, if you make an excuse about what happened or it was just bad timing or whatever, you've denied yourself the ability to learn from that mistake. And so this, you know, this goes down a really deep rabbit hole, but basically the sooner you can accept your own flaws and mistakes, and every person has flaws and mistakes, the sooner you can accept your flaws and mistakes, the sooner you can ex you know, understand how you went wrong in a particular situation, the faster you can correct that mistake and the faster you can learn from it. And so people who get, who get really defensive, who try to deny or hide from their mistakes, end up making the same mistake over and over and over again. So you, you literally cannot learn from a mistake if in your mind you don't think that you made a mistake and you just have externalized that blame onto someone else or the situation itself. 100% responsibility, Fire Nation. There is no other way. Matt, share an internet resource like Evernote with Fire Nation. So the funny thing is Evernote is probably what I live my life on, but, but a different one that I really, really enjoy um, is Pocket. And Pocket is, for, for people who might not be familiar, basically you can get a little plug-in on your phone uh, or in your you know web browser that you can save articles to Pocket. And it's essentially just sort of a read-it-later app, but it's it's really helpful for kind of staying on track because th throughout the day, if somebody sends me an article or you know texts me a, a, you know this cool video I should watch or whatever, I just save everything to Pocket. And then when it comes time to read, you know if I have 20 minutes of downtime or if I'm waiting in line somewhere or something like that, I bust my pocket out and then I read whatever's in there. If you could recommend one book, what would it be and why? Mindset by Carol Dweck. It's one of my favorite books of all time. 
Uh, and it's all about what she calls sort of the distinction between the fixed mindset and the growth mindset. And, and you could talk for a long, long time about the distinction between those two things. But essentially, it boils down to the fixed mindset is the belief that you and your abilities are, corner, are, are, are sort of um, stagnant and permanent and unchangeable. And so that leads to people being really defensive and people trying to control how they're perceived. The growth mindset is all about how you can change, grow and learn. And when you have a growth mindset, you're not worried about proving yourself and showing how awesome you are. All you're concerned about is improving. And it's, it's a revolutionary book that has changed my life and changed the lives of many people. And it's based, she's a psychologist, a research psychologist. It's based in data and research and science. It's not opinion. Allison, today on fire with a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. Awesome. So the easiest way to connect with me uh, is to just go to scienceofsuccess.co slash better. Uh, and I, I put together basically a really, really simple um, thing that's four steps you can do to make better decisions. Uh, like I said, decision making is the single biggest way to change your life and have a really, really high leverage impact on everything you do for the rest of your life. Uh, so that is the, the simplest and easiest way to find me is just scienceofsuccess.co slash better. In a parting piece of guidance. The journey to becoming a better decision maker is a, is a lifelong process. Um, but like I said, it's, it's the single most high leverage thing you can do is to not focus on the latest tactic, the latest widget, the latest plugin, but think about things that don't change over time and invest in knowledge that will be good, not for the next month or the next couple years, but knowledge that will be good for the next 20 or 30 years or knowledge that will impact you in a positive way for the rest of your life. Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you have been hanging out with MB and JLD today, so keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Matt in the search bar. His show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today, best show notes in the biz, timestamps, links galore, and of course, head over to scienceofsuccess.co slash better for that killer gift that Matt has waiting for you. And Matt, I want to thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you so much for having me. It's been an honor to be on here. Hey, Fire Nation, hope you enjoyed our chat with Matt today. And if you are ready to turn your funnels on fire, I have a free step-by-step -step course created by me, JLD, and the great Kate Erickson. It's waiting for you over at Funnel on fire.com and I'll catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks to Athletic Greens, I have a head start on my goal for 2017. Get 20 single-serve travel packs valued at $99 completely free with your first order. Visit athleticgreens.com slash fire to claim your special offer.